All right. Are you ready? Yeah. What should we tell everyone? Um. Wow. Whoever needs a shark, they should eat something. Eat something. This was episode 127 of Just Because the Human Experience podcast. I had on your your guide, Papa Greg, on this episode. We talked about the good place. You'll watch the good place when you're older, like seven. Is that a deal? It's touch screen. What's touch screen? This is. This is a microphone. No, no, I can touch things with it. Yeah, you can touch things with it. How? Get off. <laughs> Get, I love you. Get, I love. <laughs> uh, he's trying to grab the mic. This is like Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet. Let go. Do you want to say anything else? I started season two. It's really funny. Listen to our thoughts. I love you all. Stay safe out there. I don't know what you need. Wait, let's say bye-bye. What should we say? Bye-bye. Anything else? Um, 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 just bye-bye. Just bye-bye? <laughs> all right. What should we go do now? Um, eat a jelly bean. Eat a jelly bean? Yeah, yeah. you would start recording this part. I think this is great. <laughs> so basically, he he had a taser. He put it in his pants when they went to go storm the Capitol. And when he, like, they finally got in there, uh, he was standing up on a chair to, like, grab artwork or something. <laughs> and when he stood on it, the taser moved a certain way that it tased him in the balls. And he fell off of the chair, obviously. And then the way he fell applied more pressure on the trigger of the taser to the point where it just kept going and he had a heart attack and he died. And one of the other people that died was a 34-year-old woman who wound up getting trampled while she was holding the sign, the flag that said, don't tread on me. And I was just like, this, like, <laughs> I, you couldn't have scripted this any better. Like, so how? Do you hear the monster? I don't hear the monster right now, no. I will let you know if I do. I hear it. You hear it? Is it me? I wonder, now I don't hear it. I wonder, I tried to Google, like, what that is. What is the monster? What is the monster? In season four of Lost, it mm. was revealed. Um, I wonder if it's when I talk, when you talk. When I move, you move. Just like Just that. Just like that. Did you hear it that time? Well, I you you I, stopped, talking, stopped talking. So then I had to I, keep I drinking to, when I was finding the It didn't do it then. No. Okay. Now you talk, and then I interrupt you. Let's Peter try that. Piper picked a pack of pickled. Peppers. I don't have a family, and it's what upsetting. You do have a family.
you have a very lovely family. Well, I guess it's fine if you can't hear it. I don't know. Well, let's just do it. What are you drinking? A martini. We had to cut alcohol down. That sounds so bad. Uh, We had to cut (laughs) to only three days a week because we were drinking every night. Well, I mean, this is America. It, Um, It really is. We're just like, you know, we'll come home and like play outside with Oliver watch stuff like hang out but that day with with the whole capital thing serena and i were just glued and oliver i don't want to watch this and we were saying we don't either but what what yeah. is what is going on my diet went out the window that day i was like i came home and i was like i turned the news on and i was just sitting there and i was like well, I'm ordering Pizza Hut. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing this. I, I can't. I'm not. <sighs> yeah. So we. Fun times. So much fun. And the, the holiday. I didn't eat. And the holidays were weird because obviously we weren't seeing anybody. And, right. and I laughed when you posted on the, the event page. Has it been a year? No, it has not. It's been like eight. Well, it's no. It's pretty been, close. It was. It was March that it was supposed to happen. So, oh, that's right. I mean, it's January, so it's been ten months, <laughs> almost been a year. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, this is never going to. We're never, going never going to end, and we're number one. And we're country. number one. Not even in the country in the world. We're the number, we're number <laughs> one because America's number one. Because America's number one, we have to be. I love the the video you put in the group chat of. The guy climbing and it was the the Mario. You posted that, right? And then I saw one. Now I'll post it in the group chat. But it, it took like an old professional uh, pro wrestling announcer, and it just made it more exaggerated. And it had the audience like background yeah. on it. It they let them in. How how many videos have we seen in our life? But especially in the past year or two of of protesters of black people being demolished for doing nothing and or less than those people um i was and i just they let them and i just watched another video that i just came across today because i've seen some of the other ones where it was like it looked like the cops were just letting this one was literally the cops were lined up on both sides of the hallway like leading into the building and the girl that's recording it she was with some news she was recording it for the news and she's like um i'm with the media and the guys the police officer because she's talking to the police that are lined up and he's like huh she's like i'm with the media what do we just go in and he's like no no one's allowed in but these people are literally walking past him as he's and i'm like so you're just not doing anything what the fuck cool cool like why not why not because white is all right. White is because all right. if these people were they, like you don't even I don't even have to finish that. Because come on, I, I'm certain that they I know they said that they're opening an investigation to find out how this happened, but I'm like this was definitely an inside job. Like what? They, there was like because the the mayor of DC and everybody involved, they're like Capitol police. Normally whenever there's any kind of event, they normally have like outside perimeter guarded and they also have all of it. And then they were just treating it like it was any other day. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're not taking anything seriously, and they're just like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. Did you hear them? Yep. I. Yeah. I think, I think they're happy screams. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say it didn't sound too bad, but he's going potty in the next room. Twenty twenty one. It's only been eight days. That was yesterday, so it's only been one week. Why can't we stop? I just and I like I when it happened and I like was listening to it in the car where I was just like thinking about it, I was like, I knew I had a feeling that I should have called off it because I went from like such an extreme. I swung like the opposite direction because I didn't get any sleep the night before because I was stressing about the the Georgia election. Yeah. It's like, okay, we have to get this. We have to take this seat. We have to, you know, we have to get these. And I was, I was feeling pretty good by the time I did finally get to sleep because I was like, okay, they're still counting the votes for Atlanta. And these, this is really close. And it looks like both of them are going to take it. And then I woke up and, you know, they had called it for Warnock, and then Ossoff was still looking like he was leading, and I was like, okay, this is looking good. And I go to work, and I'm like, okay, they're like, oh, we should have votes, you know, calculated by this afternoon. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling good. And then just white nonsense. White nonsense. It, he's broken in. You want to show your hat? You have a hat? Is it a MAGA hat? No. I can't even say ironically like he would have (laughs) right like that's not even I'm gonna hold you up okay fine come on can I see your hat I'm gonna see your hat (gasps) that's a beautiful hat (laughs) he loves your hat he said that's a beautiful hat did you say goodnight goodnight baby goodnight pop up now he's just looking at all the toys in this room I love you. That's right. You fight for your rights. You get your consent. Go that way. Fight for your rights. Put me down. Put me down. Stop the count. Stop Stop the the count. Count Count the vote. Stop. Stop. Vote the stop. Count the stop. I don't know what you're talking about. We were talking Something about, about this bullshit. Uh, America and uh, white nonsense and oh, has a Twitter. <laughs> I was listening to the Daily. It's a podcast by the New York Times, and mm-hmm. it's always in the. They post a new episode every morning, and it's always twenty or thirty minutes long. It was it was accounts from the reporters that were there that day. It was it was scary. Just like yeah. they're in the meeting and they're playing audio from it. The guy just—I think it was three different reporters, and just one lady was in a bathroom. Like that's where they—they sh- they shuffled some of the journalists because yeah. some places they thought were secure were not secure, yeah. so they had to like change direction. Yeah, and um, they're in just random places, and one guy—he was friends with—he's friends with Mitt Romney, and they're in so this room, and Mitt Romney calls him over, and Mitt Romney's like, "This is Trump's fault." This is his doing. And he said he's known Romney for years and he's never seen him that pissed. Like to hear the audio from the I mean, from that and I, he's not wrong. I just they said when it first when they first went to like they called the the meeting to a recess one of the journalists was saying so it was just it was quiet and after a few minutes one of the Republican 
senators or representatives said to the other Republican senators, uh, he said, this is your fault. This is why, because of you guys, because of what you're trying to do to object. It was scary. Fucking idiots. I just, uh, I just don't understand because this has been building for years. And now all of a sudden everybody's acting like, oh, we never expected it to go this far. And it's like, what? Like, how could you not see this? Even like the people, like my mom watches The View. Mm-hmm. I watch it. I've watched it more since, you know, being home and everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's nothing else to do. So let me watch. And John McCain's daughter, Megan McCain, mm-hmm. hate her, by the way. Um, <laughs> but she is on there. And literally the day before all of this happened, uh, one of the other co-hosts was talking about, you know, how they didn't trust Trump and how he was planning on, you know, he was planning a coup and da 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 and Megan's like, you're being ridiculous and he wouldn't do this. And, you know, I, I think you're, you know, you're giving him too much credit and da, 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 da. And then literally like the day it happened, it's like, but you just were saying that this wasn't going to happen. Like, yeah, people yeah. have known this. This has been and it wasn't even like they were hiding this stuff. They were literally advertising the stuff on Twitter and Instagram, and wherever else. He was encouraging them, saying, you need to come, and it's going to be wild, and you need to come on the 6th, and we're going to fight for your freedoms, and you're going to do this. He literally said, it's going to be wild. Like, what do you... Yeah, it was wild, all right. Yeah. Yeah, you got what you wanted. Just to say, there was also another video of... His son, I can't remember which one. I'm pretty sure it was Don Jr. Oh, God. Yeah, they're... Anyways, it showed them while they were backstage at the event, at Trump's event or whatever, and they're, like, in a tent, and they showed Trump sitting there watching all of this go down on the monitors they had. And all of them looked like they were just having the time of their life. Like Trump, Ivanka, they're all standing there staring right at the screens. And then Don Jr. standing there holding his phone. And thank you guys so much thanking the the people. Thank you, you patriots, you brave so-and-sos for for being out there. And we really appreciate you fighting and da-da-da-da-da. And he's turning to his loud-ass girlfriend, Kimberly Gilfile, and Little Miss, the best is Utah! (laughs) <laughs> like Kimberly, and she's like, "Thanks, guys." <laughs> what is happening? Right, like nonsense. So the good place yeah. is a great show. Happy thing is, we're living in the bad place. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the good place. I started season two. Yay! Plug this I went show. back and rewatched the first. And that's, I wanted to clarify, you watched the first six episodes? Yeah, the first six. So the last thing you saw was Derek. Was Derek was just created. Gotcha. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. What a strange... So, <laughs> I was so excited to, to start season two. Um, I'm so excited. I've, I've been waiting for this. I'm, I love it. So episode one, they start with behind the scenes, sort of. Michael talking to everybody. And I I really like that a lot. 
I typed out who would be a terrible soulmate for you. Oh, for you. Yeah. Who would be a terrible soulmate for you? Oh, God. To be matched up with. Like on the show or in real life? I was thinking real life. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Any any of the people that were at the Capitol, that's for sure. That's a, that's a good one. Any, anybody there, that would have... Uh, I, yeah. I think I thought of this because Tahani was placed with the really short guy. They made Chidi like choose between the, the two. Yeah. Uh, and so that got me thinking like what, okay, if, if not a person, then what characteristics in a person would be terrible? Probably just somebody like, oh God. <laughs> I don't want to say this. <laughs> somebody, somebody we know. I, I'm going to, where's the chat feature on this? We are chatting. I won't read it out loud. I'll just describe them really well. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Can't you see that? Like that. Now, now why? Now that I see the person, what about this person? Or would you, that give it away? With I don't think it would give it away. That would one hundred percent. Have you met them? Yeah. No. Uh, I have remember you seen them. our interaction? Yeah. It's not. It's not great. I I would agree with that. I think somebody. Okay superficial and um just doesn't know when to take it down a notch would would yeah. also be mine yeah so i i really liked it. i like the behind yeah i really like the behind the scenes of them setting it up i loved in the meeting i i don't know that guy's name but he said let's bite them and he kept suggesting biting them <laughs> like glenn or somebody yeah yeah it, it's one of the those guys yeah. um that eleanor hated in the first season i thought that was really great michael said no biting no no denise who was real eleanor real eleanor yes vicky wait i typed in denise was her name denise that was her character that she was playing was denise but her name is vicky sorry yes and so i love what she said you don't keep a ferrari in the garage and she kept trying to and i loved as an actor i love this because it's like hey how do i get more time Mm -hmm. like the camera or to be on stage more what can i do on stage to kind of have a little more attention and it's Mm -hmm. uh she's like oh i'll give myself a limp (laughs) (laughs) why would you have a limp in the good place place. (laughs) that was really great third time's the charm i'm pretty sure eleanor figures it out again so then michael resets it for a third time how in rewatching it how did you feel this was as an episode setting up for season two? I was, well, I watched it. Like when I first got introduced to the series, the first season had already aired. And like the second season, I think was going to be coming out pretty soon. So I was, I was super excited for it and like for it to come back. And when that happened, I was just sitting there just like, how is this going to work? Like how, you know, cause you, it's like from the perspective of, you know, the, the four main characters, you know, it's like, okay, well, they clearly have no idea what's going on, but now I'm sitting here and I'm, you know, this fly on the wall, you know, observing everything. And I just found it so heartwarming that no matter what, and I'm sure we'll discuss this in a bit, but it's like, no matter what he threw at them, they just always somehow managed to figure it out. 
and especially when the reboots started happening so frequently and it's like you see all of that that was probably one of my favorite sequences of the episodes was mm-hmm. when showing them in the different places and all of a sudden they're just like oh that's this is the bad place this is the bad place like when they're showing like Cheaty out roping up like a pig a hog tying a pig and it's like why would this be in in heaven? But it's like, I loved that. Um, and also when they were like showing, this is your soulmate. This is your soulmate. I would have loved to see the the scenario where he paired Tahani as Eleanor's soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that would have been classic. There was an, another scenario where he had a Labrador and he's like, oh, yeah. this is your soulmate. I'm like, okay. But I, I just loved it. I, I, I felt for Michael, especially when it's like you have Vicky on your back, like being so annoying. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm trying to, even though I'm trying to torture people, you really just need to go away. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. You're oh, micromanaging man. me right now. In episode two is when they do the the reset i i wrote down 11 attempts i don't know if that's really how many times they did it that was really fun i think my only complaint was i wish they had extended a a trial run a couple trial runs in an episode Mm. and then maybe in the third episode do that quick this is the bad place this is about like Mm -hmm. i would have loved to see just another alternate universe happen mm. out like play out like eleanor like and the on, like a full on yeah like yeah. a full on uh trial yeah yeah so that but they're, that. they're they're really short seasons i was uh, about to only, say you only get so many episodes in the season yeah. so you gotta make so i wrote down to honey a golden retriever busty alexa i think i'm pretty sure eleanor called her that uh janet that um <laughs> chibi uh oh three hours of spoken word jazz opera yeah when that fool <laughs> yeah the I, my favorite one is is chidi trying to get the pig and yeah. it's still like that whole thing like like you said it's just so funny to see them jump and then jason mm-hmm. figures it out at one point yeah i think michael goes jason <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. He's like, oh, that one, that one hurt. <laughs> that one hurt because how badly do you have to screw up where Jason is the one of all to figure it out? Janet, I'm pregnant. I think this is during the reboot because they're showing he has to reboot yes, her every single he has time. To reboot her. And so when she's trying to convince him, she's saying, I'm pregnant. No, I'm, Michael, no, I'm pregnant. And the baby's yours. yours. I'm just kidding. You can do it. The clam chowder. What would be the worst food oh, for you if you die and all the restaurants are this food? But see, and here's the here's the thing. It can't just be the worst food. It has to be something that's only like slightly inconvenient. Yeah. Because yeah. if it was too bad, that would immediately give it away. And that's why I was like, when he was talking about setting it up and he's like, yeah. he's, you know, first plotting out the neighborhood and he's like, What's something that people think that they enjoy, but, but they don't really enjoy? And Jen's like frozen yogurt. I don't know. I think 
I'll have to get back to you on that one because that one, that's a good one. I'm like, because I'm thinking maybe like a, maybe like a cereal, but not like any cereal, maybe like of like shredded wheat or something where I'm just like, but shredded wheat is disgusting though. So I would immediately be like, why would anybody? Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't know. What would yours be? I love food so much, but to have it all the time, eggs, eggs, eggs is usually the only thing I don't finish on a plate. Really? Like when we get, I mean, it depends how much it is. Yeah. But with like bacon, if you give me 12 bacon, I'm going to eat all the bacon. Like four or five, like some breakfast places just pile a shit ton. Like they just shoved a chicken coop in the, the pan. And I go, this is way too many eggs. I'm not finishing this. But if it's shrimp, if I have a shit ton of shrimp, which there's a scene later with shrimp, I would still I eat it. I thought of you like... when I saw that. <laughs> I thought of you with that scene and I, I loved it. I think, yeah. Maybe eggs, because I do enjoy it, but after a while, it'd be, mm-hmm. like, it's not fun. It definitely is the, like, the side bitch of the breakfast plate. Like, it's not even the side bitch, because the side bitch what? is fun. But I then again, so. I don't, I, but then again, I only like my eggs scrambled, really. When did you figure that out? When I was little. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, I'll eat them, but, like, if I I go to a restaurant and they're like, how do you want your eggs scrambled? Like, yeah. it's... But if it's sunny side up, I you know like I don't. That's my preferred. Uh, In a really lame like big brother teasing little brother, my Mm -hmm. little brothers would come in in the morning on the weekends when my mom could make breakfast and say, "Hum, hum, my Killian, what? How do you want your eggs?" Mother asked, and I said, "Uh, "The yellow, but it's white, yellow in the middle, white on the outside." They go, that's called sunny side up, my Killian. The next weekend, hum, my Killian, how do you want your eggs, my Killian? Uh, like white on the outside and yellow in the middle. I told you last time that was sunny side up. Third, the next, and I kept doing it, and I knew what it was called. Maybe but it was like a really lame, have difficult conversations with your. <laughs> this is why they hate me now. Uh, I always thought it was the same twin talking to me, but apparently, they didn't you can't communicate. Tell them too apart. Much. No, I couldn't. There was actually just one person. You just <laughs> thought that there was two of them this whole time. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be a M. Night Shamalamalam Shitty Bang that Bang. That would be terrible. Hmm. Tomato potato. Clam chowder. Oh, so, okay. So then in episode two, Eleanor and Chidi go to the middle place and they talk to that lady. Mindy St. Saint- Clair. Yes. And then she oh, says, Poor Mindy. Mindy's over them. I know. She goes, You're back. This is happening again. Uh, she said, some, and I had to type this out word for word. Sometimes you go back because you feel bad, like to go back to the, the bad place. <laughs> sometimes you go back because you feel bad. Sometimes you walk in on me while I'm masturbating. And sometimes I walk in on you while I'm masturbating. <laughs> yep. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Mindy's like, look, this is my house. I don't really care. <laughs> like, this is my business. So you're not going to remember it anyway. So whatever. That is true. And they cut to Chidi, the actor's face, when she says, sometimes I walk in on you while I'm masturbating. The actor just makes a face that is just pure confusion. The guy who plays Chidi is just great Mm -hmm. anyway, whenever Mm -hmm. Eleanor or Jason Mendoza says something ridiculous. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's the one where she's like, I record you guys having sex. 
Yeah. And then Eleanor has this whole thing like, wait, what? We always find each other. We always get together. And I wrote this down because, again, I'm a big pro wrestling nerd. She says, I've only said I love you to two guys. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's my favorite wrestler of all time, and a guy in a dark club who I mistook for Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't been there before? I mean, I, Yes. Again, so happy. Um I typed out the end by Jason Mendoza. I think he had a like a, a monologue and he ended it with literally the end by Jason Mendoza. This clown. And He's then just such a doofus. And it's like, oh my God, like how did you survive as long as you did? And then my oh, so this is the episode where Michael reveals he wants to work with them because Vicky keeps pressuring Michael. And I think now they it's it was where she made the demands, like her and the other demons mm-hmm. what are they what are they they called each other something demons. But they're, demons they're demons yeah saying he wants to work with them because he'll be retired which is like he split apart and put on a million suns to burn mm-hmm. for all eternity and then they'll be in the actual bad place so he wants to work with them i thought that was a great plot twist or a great mm-hmm. way to move the story forward because you could only yeah. reset so many times exactly and, he has a boss that's eventually going to be like, hey, so how's it going? Mm-hmm. Um, and Even though Sean still thinks that they're on reboot number two. I don't know how. This whole time, it's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess if you haven't checked in, and he's been lying to him, so I mean. What did you think of when he re- when Michael revealed he wanted to work with the group? I think my reaction was sort of like Eleanor's, where it was just like, wait, huh? But how like wait what are you this is making no sense like you just five seconds ago you're like torturing us every five seconds and literally rebooting nonstop, and now all of a sudden you're like so best friend <laughs> i'm like that's not the way things work um but then again it's like at that point it's like what's your other option if i was in that position i don't know I, I don't know how I would react. I think I would probably be sort of an Eleanor in that situation where I'd be like the last one to like sign on because like, how, how you just found out that this guy has been torturing you for however long. And now all of a sudden he's like, I want to work with you. It's like, of course this is crap. Like, of course, like there's no way. Like, I think I, I, loved the fact that they did that because I was like I also was like how are you going to move the plot has to move forward like you can't there's only so many times that you're going to be able to reboot and even he used to I love just to cut back to it again there's also the reboot where he is sitting in his office just tape recording himself and didn't realize that the door was open and Eleanor just walks in and she's like I'm sorry did you say that I'm in the bad place he's Son of a <laughs> just <laughs> immediately reset. Yeah, it was like when I was watching those over again, I was just like, what else could have been done? Like, because there's, as Sean said, you know, he thought that it was going to fail from the beginning and he only gave him this one other shot. So what else could have been done? I'm super excited to see, for you to see like how things progress towards the end of the season as well. Like, yeah. I I don't know if I believe him in in him saying, and I'll get us to the good place. 
I go, okay. <laughs> right. Let's see how this goes. Like, right. It's yeah. And then especially with like how the next few episodes go. So episode three, I think is they're debating. Yeah. Cause episode two ends with, he wants to work with them. Episode three is them debating. And then they reveal how Tahani dies. This poor bitch. I feel so bad. And I think now mm-hmm. I get it. In like, What did I tell you? <laughs> what did I tell you? Gosh. Her biggest thing was in Cleveland. I died in Cleveland. Oh, um, gosh. And the, the only other note I had from episode three was, I think Eleanor has, she decides to to let Michael join them. And, but mm-hmm. she says that like an Arizona dirt bag, I forget how she describes Chidi and Tahani, but mm-hmm. then she says, and the dumbest person ever, literally the dumbest person ever. And Shadi goes, oh, describe me now. Yeah. <laughs> His smile. Jason is just, God, like, you four. are so dumb. <laughs> then episode four, they're doing the classes now with with Michael. So yeah, they decided that Michael's going to teach, or um, Chidi's going to teach Michael how mm-hmm. to be good. And I think Eleanor said, I'm going to be the velociraptor of the class. Yes. And Chidi says, do you be valedictorian? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to be the velociraptor. They have such great writing and the the next one was oh okay so it's about learning about death. oh so this is when michael has the existential crisis mm-hmm. of just does anything mean anything yeah being alive and what's death and and all that stuff and it goes more to eleanor's background and and eleanor's mom or it was her mom right her, her mom, biological yeah. mom and she walks in talking about the dog went on a rainbow to the farm and the farm is in guam no, I lied. There's no such place as Guam. And I, <laughs> my, my, my tatang would fly from the Philippines to Guam because it's kind of in the middle and then to mm-hmm. here. And we always heard about Guam and how he loved Guam. And so it was, I, I laughed a little harder at that. That's a dog dying. That's terrible. I, as a dog person, I, it was terrible. He's just snorted printer toner. Oh Who my God. that? Jason said that when Michael had his breakdown and he was like, oh, I know this face. He just snorted printer toner. It's okay. It's going to be okay. You'll still have like 70% of your brain. (laughs) Oh, my God. You gotta love Florida. (laughs) God damn it. So then the question for you, what keeps you from having an existential crisis? (laughs) Which is, well, I know. Terrible to ask this week. I know. I, On other weeks. Then. I don't know. Like what keeps, um, I have this argument in my head about every couple months. Uh, and I was talking to a coworker about this. I kind of wanted to hit her in the face. Uh, oh, okay. You're cool if you're listening. But what you said was, this person just turned 22. She's like, I don't know. I just feel so old and. I feel like, my God. I said, do you know how the fucking old I am? So yeah, what keeps you from not spiraling? Um, uh, probably, honestly, probably you. <laughs> you and, like, my friends. And, yeah. I, <laughs> it's sad to say, but, like, especially this, like, this whole quarantine period i was gonna say this past year 
for example, normally when I am feeling low or whatnot, I'll be like, oh, let me hit up my friends. Let's go hang out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let me go describe myself. And especially this year, it's like, okay, well, I can't do any of that. Like, I can, there's only so many Zoom calls I can do. And uh, it's kind of heartwarming knowing that we're all suffering together. And in the end, isn't that what the good place is all about? Suffering together, yeah. Yeah, they're all suffering together. And, you know, they bond together and they... They sleep with um, each other. No, yeah, all four, yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. And we don't know what happened when uh, when Tahani was Eleanor's soulmate. We we don't know about that, but... um, really don't. It'd be the same for me. I'll be having a, a really shitty week or month... Like the the little Zoom calls or, mm-hmm. and even even time with my coworker, you know, she was just so the world sucks, and 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 Serena gets like this too, and I can't blame them. I mean, yeah. so many shitty things are happening in the world, but it's the little interactions I have with like you and and Serena and mm-hmm. our son or or um, other people that it's like there are good people. Mm-hmm. It just feels it's- like. There's so much bad in the world. It it's just rough because, and I was thinking about. I was talking about this. I don't even know. It was recently. I can't remember who I was talking about it with. We were talking about like the things that have been like keeping millennials from like having kids. As much as I think they there was a recent thing talking about how the birth rates have slowed mm-hmm. and there aren't as many babies that are being born and it's like like for example with me like i would love to have kids one day but at the same time i can't afford i can barely afford myself like i can't you know it's not like i have you know a place to raise these kids i can't you know look around look outside like look at what's going on it's like would i want i i was seriously like would i want to bring kids into this like I don't even want to be here half the time. So I don't want to subject a kid to that. Like, so, but then it's like, like, I'll see, like, you'll send me a video of, you know, the little one running around and I'm just like, yeah, I think it's still probably worth it. So it's like, it's things like that. And it was, it's kind of like, you have to grab that, you know, that little bit of hope wherever you can. Definitely not uh, puppy rainbows all the time. Cause, uh, That'd be great. This episode was the one, speaking of puppies, when they, to torture Tahani, they come up with the same birthday or a birthday at this party at the same time as yeah. hers. And they had a puppy pit. I would love a puppy pit. Like, yeah. How and fun. That, and the thing is, it's like that party would have actually been amazing like, to have actually attended. And she's like, she really thought that she was going to one-up them. And it's like, ma'am they literally have unicorns and they have a flying station and you have i mean your balloons are pretty like i get it but it's like you're not they literally have giraffes roaming around like come on did you ever have because in that moment tahani realizes that she's genuinely upset by this Mm -hmm. but then also what does that mean about her to be Mm -hmm. genuinely upset about this right do you have a time when you were sort of either called out or or made to realize something about yourself where it was sort of a it knocked you back a bit and you go oh fuck i guess why 
do I do it like that? Maybe I should change. No, nope. absolutely right. not. I'm perfect. All right, I've never episode five is. <laughs> I've never thought about ever changing myself. How dare you? Um, I'm going to edit this next part out so it just goes from that to the episode five. <laughs> you know, I, there's not any one particular moment I that I can recall. You know, it, it it's human for you to you know have self realization. I mean, hopefully, yeah. you, you know, you would think and you know have moments of realization and it's like oh crap like i maybe i should probably change this or maybe this is something that i need to work on i don't know i can't think of anything in specifically right now i'm sure as soon as this episode stops i'll remember how about you i was gonna do the i'm i'm perfect monologue too oh, but since okay. you did it already uh, well, i mean we can both be perfect it's fine we'll both be perfect it's fine yeah but in, in case we don't um, when I was doing theater at Phoenix College, I got cast in a, like, I think three plays in a row. So I was feeling mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And then there was this big play. Everyone was, was hyping it up and I didn't get cast in it. And I thought, mm. oh, okay, well, that's strange. I thought, you know, there's not that many actors here. Right. So why didn't, you know, I was, I was really upset about it. And one of my friends who was more uh, in the loop with the the theater staff, you know, told me that the director thought I didn't take acting seriously. And he, the director really wanted for this play to go well. And he's just observed me in the past in rehearsals and whatever, just not take it seriously. And so that, that kind of like hit a, it knocked me back a little bit in that um, maybe turn down the goofiness at times when it's time to work. Mm-hmm. Um, don't always goof around. And, uh, and so that, that, that pushed me a little more. So, I mean, it was good in a weird way, but at the time, uh, it felt shitty. I can definitely see that. And now that you mentioned that, I, (laughs) I have a, there was a similar moment to that, but it was like, at least yours was like, oh, this is, you know, something that you, that you're like your craft. This is what you're, you know. Me, on the other hand, it was like uh, somebody told me that they didn't see me as. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of how they worded it, but they basically were like, it was kind of like a, you're not really relationship material kind of thing. You're just kind of a, like you give off the vibe where it's like you're just sleep around material, and I'm like. I'm oh. sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> that and it's like, well, I mean, do I like to have fun? Yes. Is that the only thing that I'm into? Like, why does it seem like that's the vibe I'm giving? So that now that I think about it, that would probably be my my biggest. Where I was just like, well, damn. Hold on a second. Like, that caught me off guard. But yeah. Let's do Ivan Tang now. Um, okay, yeah. So uh, I have a list right here. <laughs> and then the last thing I wrote for episode four was, oh, he Michael got a tattoo and he said, it's Chinese for Japan. How great. Okay, next one. Um, <laughs> that, was the, that was when he had his midlife crisis, right? Yeah. And he had Jeanette. <laughs> Jeanette. My secretary, Jeanette. Like, no, I'm still Janet, but Michael wants me to be this and so and so and so. And she said, uh, he told me to say things like how many home runs are in the, the football game. Ha <laughs> ha 
episode five. And I, I love this because um, at least I didn't notice it as much in the first four episodes, but I love the whole sort of philosophy class uh, mm-hmm. that was really prominent in the first season. But I felt like I missed it a little bit in the first four. And I think that's because they were establishing like the backstage stuff mm-hmm. of the reboots and whatnot. So uh, they did the it's the trolley problem. Oh my god! Um, I love talking about this sort of stuff. And when they're sitting around, and they bring up different variations, like if you know one of the people, uh, or maybe if it's a kid, mm-hmm. and then Michael, you've been quiet. What do, what do you what do you think about this? And he goes, "Well, the dilemma really is how do you kill all six people?" Right. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh wait, I did it again, didn't I?" And they're like, "Yeah." They flip the board. This people is good. Pe- people, what is it again? What is it again? People is good. Okay, got it. People, people is, is good. good. Just and, writing it and over again. And I feel like that the kind of is with the existential stuff we were talking about, where we see all these shitty things in the world, mm-hmm. and we have to find. I at least for me, I have to be like, okay, let me look up five good things. Mm-hmm. happening somewhere in the world just so i don't feel like this means nothing yeah this is, this is not gonna mean anything what do you call love making oh this is a question for you because jason mendoza calls it pounding it out oh my and god it, they were in the counseling i think and oh no he he was just talking to tahani like we need to tell people that we're pounding it out why don't you tell people we're pounding it out and she <laughs> said well first off because you call it pounding it out uh what do you call it i can honestly say i've never called it pounding it out um either what do you call it or what if i hate uh and i think you know this i think we got into a huge conversation about this with uh, a friend of ours beat the brakes beating the brakes (laughs) off and i hate that so much (laughs) and pounding it out um and why again do you hate sounds like they're not okay if cars don't have brakes it's gonna crash that's the point okay smash smash even sounds like it sounds i don't like it i mean i don't really care what i call it (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day i true yeah but it also depends on like what you're actually doing because true the difference between making love and fucking yeah. Oh, Eleanor is trying to comfort Chidi because Chidi is upset that he can't get through to Michael. Mm-hmm. And she said, teaching Michael how to be good is like teaching me how to not be hot. I've been hot my whole life. <laughs> but- and she was like, what do I even do? Hunch over and go gurp, gurp. <laughs> she was so silly. I love it. I love the writing on it so much. Janet became a therapist. So if you can contain, she said, I would have to contain all the knowledge about it or something. So so she said, just give me time. And then two seconds later, okay, are you ready? (laughs) So if there was one subject you wish you could know everything about in an instant, what would you love to know? Subject. I don't know. I think I would... Like, if there's one specific topic, I'm trying to think, I'm like, what is the most useful to me? Like, I, 
I don't know. I think I would, I would probably want to like pick up a trade like that would be useful, like something that I could do with my hands, something like how to fix a car or how to, you know, like fix the air conditioning or so, you know, like something where it's like, okay, I'm useful. I can actually, you know, do this for myself and I won't have to shell out. I don't know how many dollars mm-hmm. on this when it needs a repair. Probably yeah. like yeah. probably the car. I was, I was thinking of car for you because I think the first episode we did of this, you had just finished like working on your car, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking for you. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I first thought of like law mm. because there's, especially in the past four years of just like, can, huh. can this legally happen? Like, what is this? Ha- and and at the end of the day, it doesn't even it matter. Doesn't matter, and that's why I don't pick law because <laughs> yeah, exactly. depending on the judge or mm-hmm. like whatever bullshit politics, uh, I don't know if you've seen um, All In: The Fight for Democracy on Amazon. It's basically about Stacey Abrams, but it goes into like how the whole the South was the, the oh. vote was suppressed and, and stuff like that and i haven't seen that yet i plan that it's it's pretty amazing and just knowing the law wouldn't have done mm-hmm. anything because the people yeah. in power made the rules so yeah. it's like it doesn't matter i said but she got them back yeah she did <laughs> she really did i think cars cars or some sort of like i know basic like really basic first aid because of working at the school but uh i think a little bit more like to sew skin or amputate an arm uh does that come in handy that see then it's like what about the occurrence (laughs) so i guess car would make the most yeah but well no i mean i guess you know medical stuff would be would be useful like and with with the insurrection happening i don't I don't know. Like if people get hurt, I want to be able to help some people like Jack on lost, how he was just running around that first episode, mm-hmm. helping every goddamn body. They're all French. So they're going to the bad place automatically. Oh, Les Miserables. Oh my God. So, so Chidi's talking to Michael. They're going over it. I guess he wrote He had to write a paper and he said, they're all going to the bad place. And he's going like the prostitutes are going to the bad place. The cop is going to the bad place. Something about getting bread, but because yeah. it's a baguette that's also French, so it yeah. makes it double. Oh, stealing a loaf, steal of bread. a loaf of that's bread for your is. family. Oh, and then they go into like the simulated trolley problem. The what did you think time, about that? <laughs> my God. Can I tell you that for the first time that I saw that, and it, it the, just even rewatching it, the first time that that actually happened, my mouth dropped when it actually, like, the effect of, like, the pieces of the person that, like, flew into Chidi's face and mouth and things like that. I just, ugh. Like, <laughs> I I love that. And I was just like, and I think I picked up on it immediately where I was just like, okay, Michael, this is, this is, I, I think I know what you're doing here because... <laughs> you're not this stupid like this isn't like that i could see if this was jason where he's just like oh let's try this let's try this now i think i understand a little better again the actor cheaty when i think it's the first time they hit the five people he goes it's it's not it's not real body parts or whatever and he says oh 
it's good to know that the body parts in my mouth yes. are not real. <laughs> like his high, he goes really high, high pitched. Oh my God. I love um, that was cool. And then they change it to, okay, well this time I'm going to hit the one person and then it's Henry and his fucking boots. <laughs> Those boots. Oh, oh hey, the Ugliest things. Like, my God. He's like, Henry, get out of the way. I can't. My, ba- my boots. I can't. So they're in couples therapy, uh, Jason and Tahani. Oh, God. Or at least they're th- at this part that I'm talking about is they're mm-hmm. separated. But Jason has said, you know, like, I don't know why she's into me. I'm not some scientist who forecloses on banks. Um, that's a great other, another gem by Jason. I love Jason Mendoza. What did you think when, oh my gosh, Janet with her thumb and mm-hmm. I think there was an earthquake in that episode, but they don't mm-hmm. reveal what the result is until the next episode. Mm-hmm. What did you think it was? Or did you think it was any like nothing like it was just... i didn't know what was going on there i was just like uh something's wrong like and i i was like i think i was like well maybe it's because they rebooted her so many times but why is it just now you know taking effect and that caught me off guard but then like knowing what it actually was i was like i was wondering how they would loop back around to that storyline i was like is that just something we're giving up on because that happened like right Uh, i appreciated that they did go back to that because i kind Mm -hmm. of forgot about it like with all the things that have happened like in the episodes between a lot of reboots yeah so i I really appreciate that they they went back to that i wrote i wrote down what eleanor tells chidi but i don't remember why she's telling him this but he she says oh so they switch it to the doctor scenario i loved that (laughs) She's like, you have to cut up Eleanor. She goes, I'm your hottest friend. No, to honey. No, to honey. I'm your nicest. No, Jason. No, Jason. I'm your friend. And I feel like that's definitely something both of us have said to brothers in our fraternity. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I'm your brother. Like, Mm -hmm. just the first level of I'll be there for you, but Mm -hmm. we're not going to hang out. Like, it's we're not going to talk every day. Uh, I'm your friend. And that's... I, f- I feel like telling people that sometimes I'm like, you're lucky I'm even just talking to you. So don't, yeah. don't think like anything more of this. Yeah. Um, what have you, I don't know if this is too deep and that's fine, oh, but what have you self-sabotaged? And I, I want to ask this because Eleanor figures out Michael is self-sabotaging this because she does this behavior when she kind of feels uh, vulnerable and uh, intimidated, uh, sort of lashing out if you feel comfortable. What haven't I self-sabotaged? Perfect. got a whole list over here. Um, It's next to the Ivan Tang list. It it really is. And it's uh, half as long, but um, uh, what what have I done that I'm comfortable sharing on the air with everyone in Botswana? In Botswana. Um, And on Parlor. We're sponsored by... We are not. I don't know if I want to say that. We are definitely not sponsored hey, by Parlor. Google, no, we're not. I'm telling Google, all, everybody, Stitcher, we're not. First of all, we uh, if they've made it this long into the, this show, that's true. They've gotten here through Parlor. That I don't know. Um, I guess something I've noticed that I do, especially with like lately, with fitness. Like, I'll try and, like, I'll get into a really good stride. 
And then, like, for a while, like, when I, I'll go, like, as hard as I can and I'll do what I want. And then I, I've realized lately that I won't even, like, I've told myself mentally, like, don't even get on the scale. Because if you get on that scale and you see a number that's not the number that you want it to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be bad. Because I'm, another problem with me is that I'm an emotional eater. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, if I'm stressed, okay, I'm going to eat. If I'm stressed about the fact that I'm eating, I'm going to eat. <laughs> so it's like, this is a terrible cycle. So I've, I've sabotaged myself with just not going, like, I'll stop myself when I know I should keep going. Or also just relationships. And, you know, there's... There's so many things. It's all super fun, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's a part of being an adult and self-reflection and therapy. <laughs> and so, yeah. How about uh, you? Um, nothing. So then oh. in episode, so I'm just kidding. Uh, cool. No, that's fine. Well, no, 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 it's fine. No, fine, no. fine, fine. No, it's cool. No, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, definitely relationships. Definitely especially this past year, I always took like acting and, and performing like either poetry or, or storytelling. I always said, I'll do the next event. Next uh-huh. month, there'll be another event. I'll go to the next audition. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. About Nothing that. has happened in a year. Like, yeah, because no one's allowed. Yeah. I took that for granted. Um, also self-sabotage in it's a cycle of, I don't go to bed early or like with enough time i wake up so i'm tired and irritable my son who's three acts like a regular three-year-old but i get angry with him and then i snap at him uh then i feel terrible because Mm -hmm. my dad was abusive so then i feel like great i'm turning into my dad and then i go down that hole after a couple hours i go no i just need to go to bed earlier so i can keep stuff calm and quiet Mm -hmm. uh but then I don't. I'm like, okay, let me just watch one episode of something. Or let me just hang out for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. it's 1030. And I go, fuck, I'm going to be up at five. And it happens all over again. And I go... Breaking the cycle is hard. It's so hard. Um, and especially like like you were just talking about like how you, you snap at him. And then you think about like things your dad did and things like that. Breaking like generational cycles... Is like the hardest thing. Yeah. And if it wasn't, everybody would have done it already and they wouldn't be that thing. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, super, it's rough. Yeah. So, you got this. Uh, I believe in you. I'm trying. And then, so Michael tries to, after being confronted by Eleanor, mm-hmm. comes up with some superficial gifts. Uh, mm-hmm. One, which I thought was awesome. Well, two, mm-hmm. actually, that I thought was awesome, but the shrimp dispensary. What superficial ass gift could someone bring to you? And you would be like, cool, whatever. Like at this point, at this point, probably a PS5 because that's I one. haven't been able to find one anywhere oh. <laughs> that isn't scalped for a thousand dollars plus. Yeah, it's it's rough out there. And I don't understand why Sony is allowing it to happen, but that's another story for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that or like, but then again, this is this is the good place uh, where 
anything can just snap your right. fingers right. up there. Probably like a box set. <laughs> because at this point, I don't think we're ever actually getting it. Probably like a box Blu-ray set of like Beyonce's Formation World Tour concert, which Ooh. she recorded. But she has yet, she is not planning on releasing. She's, for whatever reason, she hates her fans. She hates her fans. And she taunted us. And this is how petty she is. And this is why I hate her. I can't stand her. I love her, but I can't stand her. (laughs) All of her fans have been hounding her and posting on Twitter left and right. Like, where's the Formation World Tour DVD? Where's the DVD? Where's the DVD? Where's Because she filmed it. She filmed it. At the concert, you could see the cameras. You could see everything going on at different co- concerts, and it's like you know it's there. This heifer, she <laughs> she oh released, God. she put on her website a T-shirt that had like the logo from the concert, and had all of her staff write on the T-shirt, "Where's the Formation World Tour DVD?" or "Where's the FWT DVD?" and it's just written all over the T-shirt. And she sold the T-shirt on her website, and that's what, that's the closest we've gotten to this DVD. And it's like you petty heifer. Somebody asked in an interview, like when one of the few interviews that she's done, and they're like, "Your fans want to know what what's up with the DVD." The answer she gave was once when I was practicing or when I was uh, rehearsing with Prince for the Grammys, for the performance that we did, I asked him if I could record it. And he said, why do you need to record it? You can just just live in the moment and then you'll always have that recording in your mind. So that's where they can watch it at, is in their minds. I didn't get to go. I and it's like there's so many people that are just like, so what about us that couldn't go? <laughs> I mean, I went, but I would still love to relive it because right. it was probably the best concert that I've ever been to, including like the ones she's done after that. What? Why? Why are you doing this? And it's like, you're doing this just to troll us. So if I could, I would have like that box set in 4K and like, right. yeah, that's what I would have. What would you have? Like if we're not doing shrimp dispensary? I mean, you could have that as well. That would be mystery flavor of white chocolate. That she said was but she still she still took a bite. To <laughs> I love shrimp, but let's try to pick something else. A big TV comes to mind because Serena Serena kept pounding me like around you know before Christmas. You know what do you want? I said I don't I don't really want anything, and she mm-hmm. kept bugging me. And so we were at Best Buy, and the TVs were so nice. There's mm-hmm. some TVs that are like three thousand dollars. Why? Yeah. Why is this happening? I want one, but what? What the fuck? And it's like, at that point, it's like, what is this TV doing to make it so special? Like, if if I'm buying a TV that's going to cost three grand, it needs to be able to do my taxes and, like, cook me breakfast. I don't need to see Jason Mendoza's cheekbones that much. Don't you? I do. That was a bad example. Uh-huh. I was about to say, Manny Jacinto's cheekbones, they're pretty pretty, pretty there. Um, um, also, a vending machine. I always say at work how I wish we had a vending machine. So I think a always full vending machine of like chips, chocolates, and soda pop. That's for like, that's free? Free and, and is always full. 
That's nice. I think then I would be like, I love my job. I do. I do love my job. Um, we have a, we, we don't, well, I mean, it's not a vending machine, but there's a, there's a snack area and like drinks. They have like, they have cans of water and like soda. Matter of fact, but yeah, there's a. What is that? Canned water. Yep. What does that taste like? Like water. Okay. I just did it. Okay. Out of a can. Uh, I forgot that I put it in my bag. They have different like drinks, energy drinks and different stuff. So it's like, that's one of, that's a really good perk about, about my job. Every car, I don't know if we're allowed to say what, but every car that we see, Serena says, Greg, is that Greg? Pull up next to it. See if it's Greg. It might be. It might be. So one day you see us screaming at you. Uh, the Pikachu balloon. Why not? Why not get it popped? This I, fool. Because it's, he's Jason. Like, Why not? Of course. Of course. If he, if anything he could have, <laughs> he's going to have a single Pikachu balloon. And of course, it's going to pop the moment he touches it. Like, of course. And of uh, course, he's going to have a giant diamond. And I love how Michael ripped into that. It was just like, it's just dirt. It's, it's what is it, like, boon rock? Or I, I forgot how he described it. But it's it's just a rock. She's like, and I have the biggest one. It's like, oh, my God. Do you want a diamond bigger than Tahani's? But then mine will be worthless. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> like, I uh, loved Chidi's reaction in that scene, though. It was really good. He's offered Emmanuel Kant's notebook that's never been seen by anyone else. And um, he wanted a genuine apology. And I think that's when you start seeing a little bit of the demon Michael breaking, I feel. I don't know how genuine it is, but at least so far. Then episode six, I feel like is more of the breaking. It's Janet and Michael, and it goes into more like how they met. Mm -hmm. And she comes to him. (laughs) And she, the good place has it. So they're, they're dumb and trusting. So no one was guarding it. Accurate. They're they're going over her malfunctioning and they're trying to figure out why. I wrote down needles. Oh, cheaty! Because oh Vicky, <laughs> Vicky's suspicious. She pops in every once in a while and is like, "What are you doing?" And mm. I'll tell everybody. I'll tell Sean. And so he's like, "You know who would <laughs> you should torture? Cheaty." She goes, "I have a great idea. Needles. Needles. Oh, that's the whole idea. Okay. <laughs> cool." That happened in another episode where it was Vicky and the two other guys. They suggested that idea. And, Gunther and yeah. and it was like a one-worded answer. And Michael goes, "Oh, okay, that was the idea. All right, mm-hmm. poor Chidi." <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that uh, if you could have given me a heads up that um, I'd be getting needles shoved into my face. <laughs> He goes, is there anything else coming down the pike that you didn't mention? I remember when we were doing the first two episodes of this, I was saying how I appreciated, you know, they didn't really rely too much on that it's the afterlife. So there wasn't a lot of special effects, except for like mm-hmm. the flying shrimp and stuff. This one, they did a lot where the room disappeared. They had oh, that yeah. randomizer machine like pop up. Mm-hmm. So I think now that they've established the characters and the relationship of the people, I'm ready to see like, crazy weird shit like when the lava guy showed up mm-hmm. and they're like you're supposed to be in your skin larry or whatever his name is mm-hmm. because they're not gonna find out anyway they'll just re- even if they do it. they won't remember yeah, like. yeah 
So I thought that was cool when Janet was was malfunctioning and um, the room disappeared. And then Jason, of course, goes, oh, my God, they robbed us. Oh and we were here the God. whole time. Um, Jason would 100% have been at the Capitol on Wednesday. He wouldn't have known what was going on, though. He Doesn't would've... mean he wouldn't have been there. True. <laughs> Just sitting in someone's desk. Just so confused, but... Hey, what up, homie? What like, up, homie? We're trying oh. to be together. Oh, I love that scene where she's like, so I think it's it's kind of the second half of the episode where Janet says, oh, so you have to kill me, not reboot me. Like, you have to kill me. Yeah. And Michael doesn't want to, and they have that that back and forth about, why aren't you killing me? What's going on? Kill and, um, me. Kill, kill me. Kill, kill me. me. And then he goes, I don't know. I don't know. Well, there must be a reason. You must have. I, I don't know. And it just... Ted Danson is playing it so flustered. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the actor's name playing Janet, but she's so calm because she's a robot, not a robot. But it's just like, well, why? What, what is the reason? And then he just, in, in the most non-human kind of childish way, says, friends. Friends mm-hmm. is the reason. Friends. Mm-hmm. Friends. Something about friends. Like, he just, he couldn't put it together and he puts it together finally that mm-hmm. uh, that was his longest and truest most loyal friend uh what did what went through your head with that i was just like oh <laughs> like, yeah. i was like this is a demon who actually like and i was like this is also pretty sad that this is his truest friend it's like even when you were in the bad place i mean i guess friendship isn't really a a main priority there but it's like you would think that you'd had something because realistically she might be your truest friend, but she doesn't even remember like all of the things that you guys have been through. I mean, she's also not a person. That's like me being best friends with Alexa. True. Yes, you turn on my TV and things like that, and I ask you questions, but it's like, mm, are we best friends? I don't think so. I I love. I, I think I cannot remember her name. Are you going to ask Alexa? I was about to ask Google, but Darcy Carden. And there's an there's an episode that's you know it's not this season it'll be next season okay. that she does fantastic in and I don't remember I know I know we talked about how I don't think the show won any awards the whole time that it was on but she should have one hundred percent been nominated at minimum for an award for that episode but we'll. We'll get there when we get there. I I did like it to see, you know, his, a little bit of his walls, you know, coming down as opposed to, you know, him just being like Mr. Self-Sabotage or Mr. Midlife Crisis kind of guy where it's just like, oh, he's actually realizing things now. There's right. no, you know, there's no one to put up a show for. It's just him and Janet. When they, when they start figuring out, again, I appreciate them bringing back that she was married to jason and why she's sort of glitching out they said we have to consult our most problematic human (laughs) and eleanor's just like wait what like i'm sorry (laughs) she was like that's literally and i've i think this is the truest i've ever said it too much information (laughs) get drunk go dancing is part of her advice Uh, a rebound guy is part of her advice um, magnets and yeah, you've got a hot bod and you'll get over this is her advice what would have been your advice i 
it probably honestly it probably would have been very similar i mean i've never <laughs> talked to a robot not a robot but um like on a on a personal relationship issue level like as far as like giving advice it's especially when it comes to getting over someone i'm always like first of all let's let's be very clear like who look at them like look at this other person are you really crying over them like kind of thing like Mm-hmm. You all, I've always or it'll be like I've always hated them <laughs> to begin with so let's start there yeah it's like you're better than this you're better than them you will be fine going out dancing once upon a time when that was a thing um, when we were allowed outside yeah uh, stress eating like do you want me to come over I'll bring you ice cream <laughs> like, hell fucking yeah yeah we can well, just binge TV and eat ice cream and snacks what do you think about, because before Michael suggested going to our most problematic human, I thought he was going to say, and it makes sense that he didn't suggest this because he's a demon, was, uh, why don't you tell Jason how you feel? Usually in, in like drama TV shows, it's, mm-hmm. why don't tell him how you feel, man? And then there's the big scene. But, um, but see, that's another thing. Like, she doesn't even remember how she feels. She doesn't True. remember being married yeah. to him. So it's like, yeah, these are feelings that internally somehow she still has, but she doesn't remember it. Plus, that would just cause even more issues for Tahani and Jason. And and they already have enough on their plate and they don't need that. They don't trying need to get those jalapeno anymore. poppers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tahani's just like, they sound disgusting. But... Uh, I guess I'll eat your commoner food to try and, you know, basically. She's like, um, I guess I'll try this. I'll give it a shot. I love the next part where Janet goes back to Michael to report back and says, she told me to go get it, girl. So I'm going to go get it, girl. Mm-hmm. And then he says, get what? She says, unclear. I'm I'll just so get clear. everything just to be safe. Yeah. This, this show has so many great quotes because mm-hmm. the writing is so good. So I had to write that one down. I'll just, I'll get everything just to be safe. And then it ends with her making Derek, who is an absolute buffoon. I love that actor. He's just randomly in stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely has a type. Let's just say that. (laughs) uh, Oh, Derek. What went through your head when she showed back up with Derek and then explains the whole thing? Like she created him. As a I was so guy. confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you can just make people? And she can. Because she's Janet. Why not? Yeah. And she wasn't even sure. Yeah. Because Michael goes, you're not supposed to be able to. She goes, I didn't know I could. Or whatever <laughs> she said. But it. she was not sure about it. But she somehow did it. Mm-hmm. When because he walks into gross. the mirror. So I'm excited. I'm going to watch the next six I am excited to see the um, the back half of the season because there's a couple things that I remember, like just from like scrolling through it on Netflix, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that episode. I remember that episode. So there's a couple episodes in particular that I'm kind of excited to to see and for you to see. They've definitely found a way to keep again to keep the show moving with with Michael joining. Well, then you're like, oh, they have pretty much the head guy, almost the head guy in charge on their side. They should be good. Oh, wait, our robot, not robot, is malfunctioning. So they're, they're finding really interesting, funny ways for them to keep it going. I'm okay with Tahani. 
I told you. They I was like, it. she's going to grow on you. And I, even like when I went back and watched those first few episodes, I was just like, oh God, I forgot how bad she used to be. But she she grows on you, and you understand why she is the way that she is. I mean, Camilla. Man, what a dick. Camilla's sister, and... She didn't even invite her. She had to dress up like a waiter to sneak in the back. Oh, gosh. When they were doing the interview with the hottie, and they're like, "Oh, you know, let's start. You're, you know, your sister. You have your Camilla's sister. Yes." And she's like, "Are you gonna ask me a question or are you just... <laughs> Camilla? Like, what? Okay, this is the. But uh, I mean, and I was thinking about that, and I was just like, I, I think about that's probably how a lot of like interviews have gone with like Solange." He, it's just like okay, yeah, that's my sister, and that's cool. But I am my own person, and can we talk about things that I'm doing? <sighs> Camilla's Camilla, and you will see more of her in the future. I'm expecting. I mean, there must be some way that Vicky, again, unless they find like a creative way that I that she catches on something. I know the show is only four seasons, but it'll be interesting to see. Because they can only do that so much, I feel, of Michael going, hey, why don't you go do this thing over here? There's only so much that could happen. Yeah. And Sean must, I don't know, maybe he trusts Michael. I don't know. But he uh, must come back, I feel. You'll be seeing Sean again pretty soon, if I recall correctly. So yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. I miss you. It's super fun. I miss you too. You have no idea. It's been <sighs> a year. Oh my, and it's only... The eighth day of January. Like the inauguration. I'm sure some shit is going to happen. There have already been reports of people saying, even before the inauguration, there's been reports of people um, planning more violent acts before the 20th. So it's like, oh, we're really going to do this. This is how we're going to... We're going to go into 2021. Well, Trump no longer has Twitter, so there's that. And Betsy DeVos, <laughs> she quit, but she, on her way out, her last act was giving, I can't remember how much money to private schools. And I was like, motherfucking It's bitch. what she does. All the way to the end. Somebody on Twitter last night, when they were talking about her, her leaving, they were like, she left 13 days early, one day for every yacht she has. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> well, just know that I love you and you're special. Go home. Uh, I don't remember the rest of that speech. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Why not? All right. Uh, EY, bye. EY, I love you. I, I love, love you, Tadence. Hopefully we'll see each other in eight months. I'll see you next decade. Oh, God. No, absolutely right. not. I'm perfect. All right, I've, never five is... <laughs> I've never thought about ever changing myself. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs>